0: Hi, I'm Melissa and welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast where we can normalize the conversation of motherhood and delve into issues that are quite often swept under the rug. Join me every single Tuesday for a brand new episode with a brand new topic. This is a mummy's club you want to be a part of. Hi and welcome back to the Mummy Warriors podcast. I'm your host Melissa and today I'm joined by business mum Rachel who is going to be sharing her journey to motherhood and how she is on a mission to help young people get on the property ladder and banish the misconceptions about owning property. Rachel welcome to the Mummy Warriors podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Rachel. Um, I've uh, worked in property since I was nineteen, or uh, no, sixteen. I've had um, had my first daughter when I was nineteen, um, and I've just recently started my own estate agency business.
0: Well, let's go back a little bit, and I want you to share your journey of becoming a mum.
1: Yeah. So um, my part, my well, he's my now husband. He obviously was my my boyfriend at the time. We um, got together when I was. 16, 17. Um, and yeah, I fell pregnant when I was 18 and had my daughter when I was 19.
0: And did you receive any judgment?
1: Yeah, lots actually. Um, I think not so much. I think with my, my own peers, obviously none of my school friends, none of my friends um, had children at the same time as me. Um, so I wanted the same experience. I'd grown up, my parents fostered um, in a big family. Um, my dad's the youngest of six brothers and sisters. So I had lots of cousins and being the youngest, they then had children as well. So I, we was always in a big family and lots of and babies around all the time. So I didn't necessarily feel that I wasn't ready or panicked by that because we, I would say I spent a lot of time, around young children anyway, Um, I think it was more going, I I wanted the same experience as I'd seen others have sort of mummy groups and play groups and, and sort of, and the support system of of new mums as well. And I think it's there really that um, I found was the biggest sort of stigma. I remember one time we was at a baby group and it was four under ones and it was coming up for my birthday, and it was, uh, they always sort of done something for the kids' birthdays and the, the mums' birthdays. And it was my last year of being a teenager, and some of the mums there were in their 40s or celebrating right. their birthdays, etc. and I was still 19. This was going to be my – this was my <laughs> – I was going – being 20 and turning 20, and, yeah, it was the last my last year of being a teenager, and I think everybody then sort of looked a bit – yeah 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 yeah, I just felt like any advice anything and actually my eldest daughter was a very easy baby touch wood um and quite well behaved and and say quite a textbook baby so but people assumed that I had extra help with that and people assumed that um yeah that she wasn't going to be um because I was a young mum, I think people thought she wasn't going to be like that. People assumed that my, I say my boyfriend at the time, my partner wasn't um, her dad, <laughs> and they assumed that I lived at home. <laughs> assumed that I lived at home with with my mum and dad. And actually, I didn't. I'd already bought. We'd already bought our own house. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say we we lived together and now married. And actually, a lot a lot of the parents that from that then baby groups actually aren't necessarily together now for whatever reason yeah. um, we, we are so it doesn't necessarily fit that because you do one thing one way you're yes, guaranteed you know. an outcome it different things could happen in everybody's life regardless of how you got there um, it doesn't guarantee an outcome
0: yeah and I think that's a very important thing to sort of put through as well because there was all these judgments and stereotypes put on you and you were the complete opposite and then they've done things the traditional right way and then it didn't work out so I definitely think it's a good message to put through as I shared with you before my mum had me as a teenager and it was pretty much the same sort of judgment of you know your life is doomed and your daughter's going to be a teen mum too and none of that (laughs) none of that happened in fact their kids had kids young too so and I had my son when I was 30 so I just don't think that there should be any sort of judgment or preconceived judgment on anyone's child especially and based on their background of when they had children another interesting thing is that you're a mum entrepreneur and I would love to hear about your journey to becoming a mum entrepreneur
1: so I think um the important thing for me, not because I was a young mum necessarily, but I think because it was important to me and I'm de- it's definitely not the way for everybody. And I'm very, very much, I think doing that, having that experience and that judgment younger, I'm very much that everybody should do what they feel is best for them and their family. So I have always felt that I wanted to work. So I have always worked. Um, mm. I've been lucky with family child care um and I, I appreciate not everybody has that either um but so yeah so I've always worked I stayed within property that whole time I love love property I love everything about what was, it what so what
0: do you love about property what drew you to that particular career
1: so initially, I I actually left school um, after my exams in the September in the um, July and was due to go back to school in September to do my A levels, and I got a summer job in an estate agents and it, just everything about it. Looking around all the photos. Fo- obviously initially it was admin stuff, but mm. um, yeah, I think it it's known as quite a calculated profession sort of doing doing things for the money side of things but actually it's for me it's definitely that side of it is definitely not not for me I am a people person and I like the fact that you are changing somebody's life where you live and how you live changes your life completely so if how you're living doesn't suit your lifestyle and you need to move That is completely life-changing. We've had an experience just recently. A lady's health has really deteriorated. The house that she's in just isn't working for her. And we've we've taken it on board. She needed a little bit more TLC, a little bit more hand-holding. We've sold her property, found her one, and... When she moves, it is going to completely change her life. It's going to give her so much more freedom. And yeah, she'll be able to, she won't have to rely on family and friends so much just Mm -hmm. by having that ground floor bathroom that she can use because now she can't manage the stairs. And just it is completely life changing. Everybody's got it for a reason, whether it be because you're having children and and you need to expand your home or you're downsizing so that you can release some money to give to your children like there's so many different reasons for moving um and and the property and actually it's a bit like matchmaking um finding finding somebody the right property is actually um it's amazing it's just such a good feeling that matching yeah. the property the person is amazing and then as I say the actual building side of it as well the actual physical properties I, I love going in and seeing what you could do to them how you make them your own um I love interior design side of things so yeah mm-hmm. just oh, that, that was it really I was just I was smitten and and I'm quite um I've got quite a, a low attention span <laughs> I've I lived for things a lot but that has been that has been my constant through, throughout is that it? I'll, though I've done different things within property I've always mm-hmm. worked with it
0: yeah I can actually hear the passion whilst you're speaking about um, property so what led you to decide you have your own estate agents is that correct
1: yeah so um, during the pandemic last year uh, I say I'm not one for sort of sitting around just recently I've been working for some investors buying property for them um to rent out to people that maybe the standard estate or sa- standard um landlord wouldn't rent a property to. so right you know, single mums on on benefits people that have got just a f- just a few things that maybe don't add up that on paper somebody would say no I'm not renting to you well everybody needs to live somewhere so I've been mm-hmm. working with landlords that do um that do that they they take a few extra precautions but they can then let people that other landlords would consider high risk if you like right. um which is really um, I really enjoyed doing that um and obviously during the pandemic. Um, they weren't buying so many properties and I had a bit more time on my hands so um I actually studied to be a mortgage advisor and got my mortgage advisor qualification and that in itself made me think actually I I can't sit behind a desk all all the time I'm right (laughs) I I need to go out I need to see these properties I need to talk to people um and then I thought yeah that why not and actually it was my my eldest daughter she's um she's definitely one of our biggest fans um mm-hmm. and yeah she was like mom you should definitely just do it um I'm very lucky my husband is very laid back and um most things that I say to him come on let's do this he goes yeah all right then if you want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has really helped <laughs> um so yeah they sort of said yeah go on, you should definitely do it it's um it's definitely something that you could bring something different to the market
0: mm-hmm. because
1: of the sort of passion and the my people side of it as well yeah. so yeah we, I started at the um the end of last year beginning of this year and it's um yeah it's going really well which is good
0: good because again I can hear the passion in your voice that's like I can tell it's something you definitely love um and another point as well that I think is really good is that you later on in life, because I'm assuming your daughter's a lot older now, you've still, (laughs) you've started a business which can inspire other people to know that you don't always have to be like a university scholar to start your own business or really, really young to start your own business. As long as you have passion and a vision, you can actually create something. So I think it's really amazing that you, after being in property for so long, gone down the road of having your own estate agent, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. So my, so my daughter's nearly 20 um, and I've just turned 39. So yeah, it's, um, it is definitely something I think just don't ever sort of, I think that it's a more of a growth mindset, I, I guess. So I think mm-hmm. for everybody, if if you're happy doing something, then that is amazing. But if you're not happy, I think life is too short to not be happy. Um, if there's something that you want to do, something you want to try, worst case scenario, it, it doesn't go well and you, you try something different or you go back to what you were doing before. Do for I, yeah, I just think that, that. say, I don't think... Um, I'm a bit Benjamin Button I feel like I've done everything in my life <laughs> the opposite way around but most people do I, I, I do, do things um I, I go out far more now than I ever did in my teens and, and early 20s and yeah in, enjoy things and do do things a lot more now than I ever did then so I think um yeah just it, it isn't necessarily your age or and nothing limits you other than yourself don't other than yourself other yeah other people's perceptions of you or what you're doing um I think you just need to ignore that really and say the and then the only thing that's limiting you is yourself and what you believe you can do
0: yeah and it takes guts as well I think to open up a business was you scared at any point to starting a business on your own or because you have that wealth of background in a real estate um and property that you just was like this is what's meant to be
1: no i definitely definitely it it is scary um and even even now um i think it is my i really don't don't like i don't think anybody does but i don't like letting people down and i think you can't win them all there are going to be times when Things go wrong. There's issues. We've got a property at the moment where there's a few issues. And um, it's been really hard this week. I felt really, oh, maybe maybe I'm not the right person. Maybe you can't do this on your own. Because normally, I will, in a normal high street agent, you would have a bank of people behind you. And, and it is, and that's what I want to come away from, it is that house sale is another number in in the statistics whereas for me that house out isn't another number in the statistics that then people have got a, a name and they're using my phone number at, like we're, we're phoning each other and it's yeah. sometimes it's evening calls when things aren't going right and people are upset it's evening calls which I love doing because that's the personal service but if it does go wrong I I do take it very personally I feel like I've personally let that person down because right of a chain of events and that is really hard for me i do struggle with that and it's them days that i think yeah maybe maybe i wasn't cut out to 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 do this as much Mm as the personal side is my usp if you like it's also personally my downfall because as well yeah i am if something's going wrong or we're waiting for a bit of paperwork to come through, that is crucial. I'm awake at two o'clock in the morning thinking, Oh, so what if we don't get that through? Like what am I, no. what am I going to do? Now? And so I do, and I think that is probably my, my downfall. And it's them days that I think maybe, maybe I wasn't cut out to do this on my own.
0: What are the valuable lessons you want to teach young people about buying a house?
1: I think it sort of goes back to the same as starting a business really, I think we're all guilty. Um, I haven't haven't said it personally, but I know friends and things that have said, oh, I don't know how the kids are going to get on the property ladder these days. Um, Oh, it's so hard for them. And you almost build that into their mindset. And I know Mm -hmm. speaking to my daughter's friends, they say, Oh, we're never going to be able to afford to get on the property, model. we're never going to be able to own our own house, we're, we'll have to rent forever, and that's definitely not the case. And it's almost like a society like it's that, that opinion has been handed down to them, and um, yeah, and it that's actually not true. It there are some difficulties, um, and there's things that they're going to have to do to um change. Maybe it's not the standard way or not the way their parents necessarily bought a house or mm-hmm. done things, but you can still get on the property ladder. The government are running lots of good schemes. Um, you, you can look at buying a property that needs a bit of work doing to it. You can buy it. Don't outside of the area. What can you do? And very worse ways, if you have to be in a, an expensive area, buy a property that you can afford outside that area and rent that out, and then use that rental income to pay your rent in a property you yeah. in, in a more expensive area so there's just there's lots of ways around it and i think it it's quite an easy thing and i think it's just been drummed into the kids now that oh you'll, you'll never be able to afford that and that's not the case I think you you can it's just thinking outside the box shared ownership scheme there's lots of different schemes and things you can do buy a property together you haven't actually got to buy a property with your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife you could buy a property with your brother or sister or friend yeah, or yeah. there's lots of different say the um actually it's a, a friend of mine's cousin said oh I'd, I'm so I'm too fussy if I don't if I don't find myself a girlfriend then I'm not going to be able to buy a place because <laughs> I was like, well, it, you don't actually just have to buy a place with a girlfriend you could buy you could buy a place with anyone or or actually look at doing it he's like yeah because I'm gonna need two incomes to buy a property and they sort of almost like well, you've got to find somebody that you want to be yeah. with yeah you <laughs> I'm not sure it works like that
0: <laughs> why does it why does this mean something so much to you? Why is it so important to you to send out this message to young people?
1: I think um, going back really to the sort of experience I had when I was younger, i say by the time I was um, 20, I'd got my own. Well, by the time I was 21, I'd got my own house. I had a two year old and I was married. Um, and I'm mm. not saying that is definitely the right thing for everybody. But, um, but it's defi- it was definitely, mm, are you sure you're making the right choices? Are you sure you're doing the right thing? And it's really uh, it's really to get the education out to young people so that they know if they want to do that, that's fine and you can do it. If you don't, then you don't have to. Um, and actually the, the advice is the same whether you're 19, 20 or whether you're 30, because... I mean, in the UK, the average age of a first time buyer, it fluctuates a little bit, but I think it's about 34. It's anywhere between 32 and 36. So, um, yeah, I think. Wow. That you sort of 34. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be. Uh, 20 year olds, I think it can be people in their 30s now because people start off renting and then they get in a bit of a trap of renting mm-hmm. um, and. I say it's really about whatever works for you because I definitely don't I'm definitely not one that says right you should never rent because I'm a landlord myself so I, it it definitely is a, a means for some people and it's what you need to do but use that as a way of saving get a property that actually that renting that actually is a bit smaller or out of area so it's not such a high rent and then that difference save that towards your deposit. Um, yeah. There's lots of, again. There's lots of different things that you can do, and it's more about the education so that people and the young people know that there is an option there if they want it. Not just oh, you'll never be able to get on the property ladder because we're telling you <laughs> because you can't. Yeah. And no one actually knows why they can't. No one actually says oh you, you can't. Property price has gone up, but then wages have gone up and there's, there's lots of different there's lots of different ways things. and it's actually inflation yeah. um, interest rates are at an all-time low at the moment so from that side of things although it's not great for your savings it's amazing for your mortgage Um yeah. getting your mortgage for the next five years so yeah I, I think it's really just my passion is giving them the knowledge so that they can make their own decision rather than have their decision based on what another generation of people think.
0: Yeah, and I think that's definitely important. I think with the message that you send, you'll be sending to young people, it definitely will challenge and change the narrative because I was given that same narrative in in like growing up that it's so expensive to buy a house and it it takes everything from you to buy a house. I mean, my grandparents, they bought their house late later on in their life. I think I was like one um, at the time. And literally, they never pass down sort of the information of like the process that all I just know is it's hard. So in my head, yeah. it's like, okay, it's just hard. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's about it. So I think it's and a, a lot of my peers too, um have the same thinking, it's, it's just hard. It's just hard. And that that's just it. There's nothing else explained. So I think it's definitely um, a good thing for you to changing a narrative for young people um, in reference to like buying a house and stuff
1: yeah so I I try to with with my children I try as much as I can to not pass down any if there's something particularly if it's not a subject that I don't know about or I don't know a lot about I think it's really important for them to go out and do their own research get their own knowledge um, not just necessarily on house buying or finances, but on everything, um, their career choices, anything that they want to do or any path that they want to do. Because I think actually things change all the time um, and your your parents and your grandparents aren't... They're not, not trying to help you by saying it's hard. They're trying to prepare you. Yeah. But in preparing you, they're also putting you off yeah blocking your (laughs) mind blocking your mindset into actually actually that that isn't a that isn't an answer oh it's hard (laughs) that's not not an answer to something but and oh I don't know I don't know how they're going to get on the property ladder no you you don't know how so rather than feed that to them say Mm -hmm. how are you going to get on the property ladder let's look at how you could get on the property ladder and sort of get them into that research for, and that changed the mindset really and the the like you say the change the narrative so it's more of a how can we then oh how are you ever going to do that type thing yeah. So yeah yeah
0: yeah and again um I think it's just some amazing points that you up. even I've learned some things here about um buying a house and property myself that I didn't know before um and I'm thirty double years old so definitely um valuable information and good information as well I love the fact that you're so positive about um the journey to purchasing property I want you to share with our audience where they can find you and they can get some more information on real estate and buying property and getting on a property ladder
1: yeah of course so um i'm on instagram all things property with rach um and on facebook um so yeah they're probably the best platforms i've got lots of videos i've also got a youtube um, channel as well all things property with rach um but yeah instagram has got all the links to that anyway um yeah videos on everything from explaining some jargon um because As first-time buyers, and actually, I've had lots of questions from people, because it's not something you do every day. Um, If you move into your first house, you live there 10 years, you move, and then you live in your next house 20 years. Actually, in your whole lifetime, you can get to your 50s, and actually, have only ever done it once or twice. Um, So you don't even if you've gone through the process you don't necessarily know that much about it so just really explaining the terms what the different surveys are what the lenders are looking for and their criteria for things um the actual process step by step from going to view to actually getting your keys in your hand there's a lot of steps in between so just really understanding trying to break down some of the solicitor's stuff the, their big words that they use the difference between leasehold and a freehold property so yeah just any information um and if there's any questions that anybody ever wants answering say drop me a dm on on instagram or message me on facebook I'm more than happy to, to have a chat with anyone, help them specifically, but also it might be something that can help a wider audience as well. And, um, yeah, I can, I can do a video on it. Um, sometimes when you're in something, um, what I actually think is, oh, I think, oh, I won't do a video on that. Everybody knows that they don't. <laughs> um, yeah. it's not it's not necessarily something that everybody knows and I think it's quite a standard thing but it's a standard thing because I've always been in property it's not a standard thing to the average person on the street so I'm always happy for more questions and actually sometimes it's it's nice some of the things people ask I think oh I actually haven't had to deal with that that much in my career I'm going to do some extra research on that and I learn some new things as well And we sort of get resources together so yeah anything i'm i'm more than happy to answer anything or research anything for for anybody
0: okay perfect rachel thank you so much for joining today and sharing your story all your details will be in the description of the podcast but once again i'd like you
1: thank you so much for having me it's been amazing
0: thank you Thank you for listening in to this week's episode feel free to leave a comment like and share this episode if you want a chance to be a guest on the show all you have to do is send me a dm on my instagram which is at the mummy warriors see you next week